See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello. Welcome all you out there in listener land. This is Slow Robot Go-Go. It's show number 76. I'm Mao. And with me as always is... I don't know what my name is. Oh, it's Dr. Morbius. That's yeah, right. <laughs> from Parts Unknown. And uh, yes, this is the Slow Robot Go-Go is the show based uh, where we review old, forgotten, and uh, otherwise cast aside movies with vigor and such much energy. Yeah, such energy. Just as can you tell how much right energy? Now. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah. So uh, you can find us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher or sliceradio.com.au. Um, other than that, I got nothing. How about you? Uh, we got the. Uh, you got a lot of stuff. Oh uh, yeah, we got um, God, I'm like, yeah, I had, I, I like, I think my energy got zapped out or something. Was it me? Was I? Did I bring the room down? Yeah, you brought the room down, man. You know, yeah, I'm on two dimension podcast, <laughs> the comic book podcast, with no direction, yes. where we talk about comic books and all that good stuff. You can find um, uh, two, two dimension podcast and. Uh, slow robot go go and an old now defunct bunch of dorks uh, yeah yeah now defunct um podcast that i did for many years called bunch of dorks and all that can be found in one little bundle of entertainment known as bunch of com. if you go there you'll see three big buttons it says do you want to go to movies that's us do you want to go to comic books that's them or do you want to listen to uh dumbness that's bunch of com. yep all right, what else you got? You got your, uh, your oh yeah, blog. The destination nightmare podcast blog slamming thingy blog about crazy about crazy stuff. comics and crazy movies and crazy yeah. crazy crazy. Yeah, you can believe and Google that and find the destination nightmare. <laughs> You're like just Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it. All right, so our usual format: we go over what we watched, then we do a top ten list, then we talk about a movie, then we go home. Yeah. So. In our illustrious studio, what did you watch this week, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown? I watched The Runaways. Nice. That's on my queue. I didn't. That's it. I have nothing to say about it. Really? Yeah. No, it's actually a decent movie. I've always heard um, whenever somebody says The Runaways, because I I I like some of their stuff. I'm not a super fan, but I like some of their stuff. And um, boy, everyone always says, "Oh, I watched The Runaways. It was okay." Like you no saw one, it? no, I haven't seen oh, it yet. Okay. But everyone that's ever described it to me, it must be really middle of the road. It's 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 kind of rough in spots, but it is middle of the road. But the fact that they made a movie about that little, you know, cult band, it's, eh. it's kind of cool. And I saw, like I said, I told you before, I saw them in 1978 with the Ramones in Miami. It was it was not the Cherry Curry version. It was that's Joan a, Jett and her pals. But it was that's so cool. a freaking insane. You saw the Ramones and when they were all the runaways on the same bill, yeah, for oh like seven God. bucks. It was Miami's first uh, punk rock 
concert at Gusman Hall in uh, in, in 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 downtown Miami. Yep. Just historically to be able to see that. Oh yeah, and it was the and it was the real Ramones, the four originals. It was before Marky got on the drum kit. Like I said, the Runaways didn't have Sherry Curry, but it was like yeah. Lita Ford, Joan Jett, Sandy West, and I don't know who the bass player was. Hey, I mm-hmm. heard the bass player one time was the girl from the Bangles. It was. So maybe she was in the band at that point. That's I don't insane. know. What a what a show, man! Oh yeah, that was That's a good awesome. one. That's my claim to fame. I mean, you know, uh, other uh, like our other pals at work and say they saw Hendrix and yeah, and the Holy Stones shit. and all that. But I can say Ramones and Runaways. Yeah, there you go. I saw nobody. And and the funny thing about it was with all there was like we were dressed like you know just normal people. You should have seen the other four hundred people that were there. There was like. The people with safety pins. I mean, the uh, real deal from back then. There was one guy. There was two guys in glitter underwear. One was car- one was dragging the other <laughs> one by a dog collar. Oh my God! There was a girl that I always had. I always saw her too. She had snow cone hair, like it was white, and it had like red, nice. magenta, and uh, cyan. Or it's know. pretty hot. Yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting. It was. It was like as as punk rock as Miami got back then. Yeah, that's cool. All right, what did I watch? I watched a bunch of stuff this week, like always. Okay, I watched... Uh, I, I continued farther along in my Van Damme movie-a-thon. I watched Wake of Death. Um, that one where he, he was just down to business killing folk. That was pretty good. Then I watched Second in Command. Uh, eh, whatever. Then I watched... I went back and watched the original Predator. Um, huh. A good movie. Because I, I like the Predator, and believe it or not, I actually watch and enjoy even the the new Predator 2 and Predators and Predator vs. Alien and blah, 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 blah. I mean, of course, there's some of them are really crap, but I always have fun with them, you know. Even the bad ones, I watch them and I'm like, whatever, you know, it's... I, I suspend disbelief a great deal and I don't care about Did it. Did you know? watch without warning after that? No, <laughs> I should have. And then I watched... Um, I'm gonna throw mo- I'm gonna throw uh, air quotes and say I watched Moonbase because that one kind of trogged along and I fell asleep and I who's in that nobody okay it was it was yuck and then I watched Ace Ventura Pet Detective oh man <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah I I am I'm a sucker for the old old uh, Jim Carrey movies they crack me up uh, yeah unlike the new ones. Yeah, I haven't seen any of his new stuff, believe it or not. He's got something coming out soon. I forgot what it was, but it's a big-time movie. I checked out when he stopped talking with his butt. Yeah, I know. It's probably funnier when he talks with his butt than out of his mouth. <laughs> I, well, I'm a big... I, I like the older stuff. I think it's really funny. Yeah, it is good. But, uh... Did you ever see the show that he did before he got Living into Color? Movies? Even before Living Color. It was a show that I remembered. It was only on for a season. It was called The Duck Factory. And about, it was about a team of animators and he kind of was playing it straight like he huh. was doing like not broad comedy but just being like a normal comedic actor and when I saw him later on in Living Color I was like that's the guy that was on that show that's really weird how he like changed his old persona did you know well he was in he was in the background of the Deadpool yes he was on stage because Clint Eastwood heard him doing his and Guns N' Roses is in, yeah, in yeah, that movie well, they saw him doing an impression or, or he heard that he had a Clint Eastwood impression, uh-huh. so he, they brought him on st- set, and he was in the background doing his. And even and Clint Eastwood even said something like, "Let's get out of here. This guy's terrible." <laughs> something like that was like his line. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that, that really I, cracked me up because I was like, oh, "That's Jim Carrey," you know. I did see that movie? Yeah. yeah. So whatever. <laughs> all right. So that's all we watched. Um, 
Man, I gotta make more time to watch movies. I'll tell you that much. Well, I mean, you know, you can only do so much after work. Yeah. I mean, and you watch. Sometimes I watch one and I just fall asleep. Like if Project I just Moonbase. put. If it, yeah. Just <laughs> that just zapped me, man. I was done. And, and not and not because of the movie, just because I'm tired. I mean, yeah. I'll get home and I'll do you know the stuff I have to do and else, and I'll just put on a movie, let's lay down or sit in the living room, and it just I just crash. Unless this thing is so like you know hot wired that it keeps me awake. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's hard. You know. Yeah, I mean, lately what I got to do, which I really don't like doing, is like at night, if I want to really watch a movie, I'll just get a, a can of soda and just, you know, mm. Coca-Cola. That'll give me enough caffeine to keep me going. <laughs> well, you know what? I notice a lot a lot more I'm watching movies in pieces, and I hate that. Uh, like, I really like to sit down and watch front to back, but I just just can't, you know, if you can't find the time, you have to break it up. Like, I, I try and half it or watch most of it and then watch the ending you know, it's not that I, I don't know, I just, I just can't have a hard time finding two hours to give yeah. consistently, you know. Yeah. So. Well, my parents, when I was a kid, they were really weird. They would just like, like every Sunday they'd go, okay, let's go to a movie. So they'd just get in the car and go to the movie and say, okay, we'll look and see, oh yeah, I want to see this Clint Eastwood movie. They wouldn't look at the movie times. They'd just go to the movie and just walk in in the middle of the movie and then like finish the movie and then sit until the part and catch up. And then leave. It was just because you know what it is. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was a language thing too. It, English wasn't their first language, so they just went there to get entertained. So they just figured, hey, you know, so we go see the movie uh-huh. and, well, and we'll yeah. watch it. And if it's good, we'll just finish it off. If not, we'll just leave afterwards. Yeah, you don't do that, do you? No. no okay. No. no. <laughs> wow. No, I, I I would stay except the one time that I stayed. I came in late, and the guy was kicking us out, and I stayed in the... I said that story on the air, didn't yeah. I, about the Sinbad movie? Yeah, yeah. I did it once, awesome. but that was it. I actually looked at the movie times. That's a good thing, you know. Yeah, it's a good thing. You're like, do. I'm going to plan when I'm going to go there, and then, you know, go there at that time. Yeah. That's always a smart now, idea. Now, did you ever do the uh, the two the two-for-one movie deal where you walked into the theater to see one movie, and then you'd go into the bathroom on the opposite side, and then, like, after about a minute when you were... Pretending uh-huh. like you were going to the bathroom, you walked into the other theater and saw no. the other movie. Oh uh-huh. yeah! I never did too much shenanigans at the uh, movie theaters. Yeah, it was like we we had paid to go see the Bad News Bears, but then we snuck in to see Lipstick, which was like an R-rated uh-huh. movie <laughs> with nice. uh, with violence and sex and. Oh nudity. yeah, we jumped a couple times. Like yeah, where where we where we were underage and we went to R-rated movies just by sneaking in. Did they ever let you in like with just straight on? No. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. We, they, they, they used we to were card like a lot. Did you know. they really? Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to delve into our top ten lists. Maybe. I wonder where we're going to go this week. Hint, diddy, hint, hint. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Get yourself ready for a mean double bill. If coffee don't get you, J.D. will. <laughs> Coffee will cream you. J.D. will scream you. So take a taste of double trouble. The coffee and J.D.'s revenge. Doing it together to do it to you. Pam Greer, Lynn Terman, and Lou Gossett Jr. In Coffee and J.D.'s revenge. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. We're the graveyard tramps. We rise from our graves. <laughs> To make men our slaves. When guys climb in our coffins, they never come back. When the moon comes up, we'll take you down. We get our hands on every stiff in the joint. 
Graveyard Tramps. Rated R. Absolutely no one under 17 admitted without parent or certified adult guardian. Alright, yay. A double feature of trailers. Isn't it wonderful? Life so, is wonderful. Yes, isn't especially it? Especially with trailers. <laughs> especially <laughs> living in a trailer. <laughs> A mobile trailer while we're making meth. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Get that going. Uh, All right. It looks like we've got an edit for the show. Uh, Yeah. This week, we are top ten. We did top ten places that we want to go. (laughs) And all you out there are saying, go to hell. We won't. (laughs) I refuse. Um, Now, this is really open to, uh, this is just a text. So I'm not sure what kind of a list Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown has put together. Not much. I put together mostly countries. So I didn't say specifics like, oh, I want to go to New York City, or oh, I want to go... I went, like, just very broad, like, places, you know. Yeah, I put Diamond Dolls on here, but... Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, you can go right there. That's right yeah, down the street. Right there, but, yeah. see, see, lots of strippers. Okay, I'm going to go from 10 to 1, 10 being the, my least favorite, 1 being my most anticipated... Which I know we all know, but whatever. Okay, number nine, uh, number ten, space. I'd like to go to space. Space. Yes. Number nine, Hawaii. Huh. Yes. I I've never been to the equator. I'd like to just hang out, you know, beaches and okay. all that stuff. Number eight, Super Mario World, the video games. I'd like to. Where's that? That's a uh, Super Mario World is like the uh, super like the little Mario guy running around with pipes. Are you talking about inside the computer? Yes. Oh, yes. I I'd like you, to go inside. I thought it was like a, a place, physical place. If I there. could, I'd like to go inside of the the Super Mario Galaxy, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, okay, number seven, the world in Tron. I'd like to go to that world with the okay, games uh, and the motorcycles. Okay, now it gets a little bit wackier. Number How about six, the Matrix. No, number six, <laughs> Ireland. Lots of good really? beer. There. Yeah, I'd like to go to Ireland. Kay. Not so much with the bombs and all that other stuff, but that's over with, I think. Uh, it looks kind of beautiful there, you know. I don't know. Number five, Australia, for our <laughs> Australia connection. Maybe he can okay. hook us up and we can crash on his on his sofa. All right, number four, my homeland, Germany. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Both yeah. of my family bloodlines hail. Are they really? Both your mom and your dad are from German? Yeah. Well, they're not. They, like we've all, been, both bloodlines have been over for quite some time, but they are both heavily Germanic. Mm. All right. Number three. I'd like to go to Canada. Oh, good. Canada looks cool. I, I'd, I'd like to hang cold. out in Canada. More yeah, cold, I know. Cold. And I heard the booze is really expensive there. So cold and expensive beer, right there, okay. are two kind of knocks yeah. where I could visit, but I wouldn't stay very long, you know. Uh, number two, Scotland. Scotland is, uh, yeah. I don't know, it looks very Scottish. Yeah, like Scottish. Moors and yeah, like it doesn't look like there's a lot going on. You but can wear like one of those kilts too and oh, play the bagpipes. I wear the kilt here, and people just call me a crossdresser and yeah. they throw stuff at me. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You do gotta be careful, and of course. Everyone in the world knows where my number one is going. Wait, 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 wait. Let me guess. Hmm. Hmm. Where would it be? Oh, yeah, that's right, Japan. But but you've been there already. But I still want to go back. I was only there. I was there for two weeks, uh, uh, for four weeks total, two weeks at a time, and I would want to. I want to go there. Like I'd love to just live there. It's awesome. All right. All right. Now that's my list. You got to speak the language. Some real. I do some. I've been learning. I still I still study J- Japanese and stuff. Okay. You know. 
Um, okay, and that is it for me. Some wacky, some real. How about you? Um, I didn't even have that many. I'd like to visit the bottom of a beer can. The bottom of a beer oh, can. Oh, yeah. Now, the bottom of the, uh, yeah. Um, crap. It's funny because, honestly, there's not that pla- many places I want to go to. Wow. Really? Um, no, not really. Uh, I guess over in Europe, I'd like to go to Spain because that's where, you know, my, you know, ancestry was. Yeah. And that's where I like a lot of movies that were made in Spain back in the 70s. So I'd now, like is, to is Spain, like, happening now or it's not that? Nah, I think it's pretty hurting right now economically. Mm. But, um... You should go to Malta. Yeah. Remember that one movie, Malta, the, the MSD yeah, did it. Yeah, that yeah. like, they were, like, tearing up on Maltese men. They're like, Maltese men! <laughs> Did you remember that? No, I have to jump. No, I don't remember that. Uh, Italy, just because it's nearby, and just to see like all the castles and again where they made some of my favorite movies back in the '60s. So I can only assume that Italy and Super Mario World are almost the same, right? <laughs> Probably. Okay, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> well, it's cu- to me. <laughs> Cuba, because that's where I was born, but I don't think I can be. I'm going to be able to go back for a lot of reasons. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> you're like. Well, they deported me. That's the first little yeah, thing. But yeah. So you do want to go back to Cuba? Just to see where I was born. Oh. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like I don't remember. You know, maybe I would get like, I would like some like flash of like weirdness would happen if I go there and see. Wow, I remember this, but probably probably not. No, that's no, when I was too. I like yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. A couple of places. That, one place I would like to go that isn't a country is the uh, San Diego Comic Convention over on the West Coast. There, that'd yeah. be re- that's huge. I heard that I'm thing a big is comic slamming. Book fan. Yeah, yeah. It's like big. It's becoming a big multimedia event now, mm-hmm. but still, all the artists are there. And wow. Yeah, I always wanted amazing. to go. There's like the world's biggest like um, auto swap meet. Yeah. Like hot rod, hot rod stuff. I I, I bet you you could really. Get some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, a place, uh, another convention that I was at a few years ago, and I'd love to go back, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it this year. It's in uh, Pittsburgh. It's called Monster Bash. It's a great horror movie convention that they have every year there. Really? It's, it's like classic, like 50s, 60s, 40s horror, and it's done. It's it's in Butler, Pennsylvania, which is near Pittsburgh, and it's kind of low key, and it's kind of like. Um, home, homey kind of. It's in a. It was in a little cheapy hotel. I don't know if it's in a big hotel now, but it. But the cool thing about it is after the con- on the last day of the con- after all the events are over, the 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 actors actually come out and shake people's hands and they interact with the people in a more like really you know real way. It's not like you're always going to be up on stage and there's no you know like you know it's it's kind of cool what they do. Um, God, after that, I, you know, I got nothing, man. Really? I mean, yeah, there's, ah. there's, there's parts of this country I'd like to see. I've never seen California. Yeah. That'd be nice to go there, to go to the West Coast. I've never been to Vegas. I mean, that'd be kind of interesting to go there and see what's going on over there. I'm not a gambling kind of guy. Yeah, though. I didn't like Vegas so much. So, but I've been, I've been to, you know, I've been to the Northeast and I've oh, been in, yeah. in, the, in the Pennsylvanias and I've been in the Carolinas and all that stuff. I don't have any interest. I don't have any interest in going to the Caribbean huh. at all. You know, I mean, it's a lot of poverty and it's a lot of hot weather and uh-huh. I get that here already. You know, the hot weather and all <laughs> if that. If I want to be poor and too hot, I can just live in Florida. Yeah, you yeah, know, good point. Um, again, Europe. You know, specifically those two. I don't have no interest in being. 
I don't know if I, I don't have any interest in going uh, Japan maybe but I think the language barrier would be just so you know I mean I could speak Spanish I'd get away with it there Italian yeah. it's a little bit different the language barrier might make it tough you know I'd rather go to countries where I can communicate more so than be like you know totally oh yeah like being because uh, I was a, a year at a place where I didn't know yeah. couldn't speak anything that's weird it was that's gotta be tough it was hard and you just learned to mime really good yeah, yeah, you know, like, you know, like, you know, food, you know, you make them yeah, the just, gesture and beer, you make the you just, gesture. <laughs> you just point and look. It's it's tough. And then I bathroom, mean, you make the gesture, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. It's All an right. adventure, though. It's always an adventure. Everything's an adventure. Except like our show, it's always so an adventure. So would you ever, would you want to ever, like, visit Corman's World? What's Corman's world? Oh, Corman. oh, you mean the movie world? <laughs> Cor- well, Roger Corman, the Corman's world was the name of that documentary that, uh, talking oh, about... Uh, is Rog- that on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up tonight. I haven't... I didn't... It might not be streaming. It might have been a disc. Oh, uh, okay. Bummer then. But that was trying to be like a segue toss. Yeah, it's some of Corman's world I'd like to be. Some of it. Not all <laughs> yeah. Uh, not so much the fish rapey part. Oh. Hey, I wonder what that leads to. That's right. I'm going to drop in a trailer and we come back. We're on to our exciting movie of the week. Here's a trailer. Which, I don't know. I don't think we can stretch that for 40 minutes, but we'll see. Boris is moose and squirrel! They're coming. Humanoids from the deep. A tidal wave of rampaging creatures surges from the dark and violent sea to conquer the earth. Maybe intelligent enough to perceive man as a competitor. Why the girls? It's my theory that these creatures are driven to mate with man now in order to further develop their incredible evolution. Awake to a terrifying riptide of humanoids from the deep. We think we know where these things come from. But we have no idea how many there are. The Earth plunges into a battle for the survival of the fittest. Where man is the endangered species, and woman the ultimate prize. Anytime you stop, they will find you. Doug McClure, Anne Terkel, Vic Morrow. Humanoids from the deep. All right. Yes, that was the trailer for the one and only, well, monster humanoids <laughs> from the deep because I don't know what that first I, I this is on streaming Netflix so we're, we're doing it's called humanoids yeah we're doing we're going to do some other movie which we will do in the future but we had a yeah mis- there was a technical difficulty. difficulties we were going to do the double shot of uh, what's it called Starman the Starman movies yeah the Starman movies which is this kind of a Ultraman-ish kind of a you know, Su- Japanese Ultraman, Superman Superman kind of guy and uh and Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown gave me the disc, and I put it in, and my DV player said, uh-uh. So I frankly uh, texted him last night, and I was like, uh... Yeah, I didn't get it till this morning. I was like, um, yeah, what are we going to do, because this ain't happening. 
And then he wrote back, how about Humanoids from the Deep? And I was like, done. Fired up Netflix and off we went. So, yeah, uh, and, it's, and the reason why I had such a hard time finding a movie is because Netflix just recently got rid of like th- 2,000 movies just like disappeared. Is that how many? It was 1,700 movies. They said, I was now, looking what, it up today. MGM, all of MGM's it, gone. Yeah, it was MGM, uh, Universal, uh, UA, United Artists, and some other thing. It was, they had a deal with a company called Epix or Epix. Uh, to lose, to use all their movies, and they, it, the 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 deal, the lease ended, and Epix ended up signing with Amazon Whoa, streaming. What a kook. so now all that stuff is what on Amazon. Kook. Yeah, what a kook. Yeah. Seventy nine million, dude. Seventy nine million was that the movie package for like I don't know three years or something. Amazon, like Amazon streaming. Yeah, you know, like on the Roku box that I have. Amazon streaming is one of the uh, is one of the options there on the channel store. Is there anything on there? Well, be all the epics. Well, movie. now, yeah, but I mean, uh, you know what? There is a lot of there's a lot of TV shows, but some of the stuff you got to pay for uh, on top of it. Like um, Amazon streaming will be like a ten dollar a month thing mm-hmm. or eight dollars a month. But there's some movies that are on there that you can't watch that they don't have in their library, but you got to pay two ninety nine. That pisses me off. For it, yeah. That's oh, what happens. Sometimes I'm on my on my television, and I'm already paying what I consider too way too much for this for goddamn cable. stuff. Cable. And I'm flipping on, and I'll see, like, oh, the history of the electric guitar. And I'm like, awesome. And I click on it. Oh, you don't have this channel. You want to buy it? Hmm, kiss my ass. Yeah, right. I already give you so much money, and you yeah. now you're trying to charge me, nickel-dime me for this stuff? Yeah, well, it's going to happen with the internet channels, too. Yeah, I know. I heard and that. And especially all the ones, like, uh, when I watched the, the Runaways movies on Crackle, Crackle's free, but Crackle also stops, like, every 10 minutes and plays the same effing oh. commercial. Every break, it's the same freaking commercial from TNT show. I'd buy a DVD before I put up with it. Uh, yeah. I can't take. Yeah. I hate commercials. I'm so spoiled. I'll 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 TiVo a show that I want to watch now. Go watch something else for 20 minutes. Go back so I can fast forward as it's recording. I fast forward through commercials because that's just dumb. I can tell you that I had on my Netflix queue about 400 movies. About 150 disappeared. Wow, that's a big chunk. From man. one day to the next, 150. Yeah. I, well, I know a lot of them aren't a lot of places pulling back because they're going to try to launch their own mm-hmm. online concerns, like mm-hmm. where like basically you you, get, you pay Universal two dollars and ninety cents a month, or pay, like they they'll either piece it out or they'll they want their own subscriptions. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's crazy. I don't it's know. It's gonna be like a menu kind of thing. I don't know if that's gonna work. I think what's gonna happen is the Netflix or some other company or Amazon. They're gonna they're gonna all be do making deals with studios in the future, maybe to package oh. their stuff, and then you'll either take one or the other or both if you want to spend. And then maybe people will get rid of their cable, but you really can't get rid of the cable because you do want the local stations and their stuff that those two guys are not going to carry, like ESPN football. and football and sports. and. Um, That's the only thing that's saving the cable box now. Yeah. I would I would get rid of that in a second to save the money every month, but then they're like, but I know football's right around the corner. I'm like, well... Exactly. You know. I almost feel like I should call them up and just be like, what, you, what, what kind of specials you got? Because this is bullshit. Unless, unless of course, in, in, in the future, there's a Major League Baseball channel that you could buy for 80 bucks a year... On there, well, it possible. It's possible in the future there'll be an NFL channel you can get to the Roku That's for true. a couple hundred, and then you don't have to deal with local cable. Yeah, because my TV's a smart TV, so I can go out and and on the internet, you know. But NFL shuts that stuff down fast. Oh yeah. They don't have. They don't let those pirate streams go. They're like, uh-uh. Even the European ones are like shut down. Yeah. Like oh. all of a sudden, you'll see like 
uh, you know, Homeland Security has prevented this channel <laughs> from being, and I'm going like, whoa, really? Okay, and I fell. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you played your uh, Trump hand yeah. here or whatever. Like, take it down a notch, bro. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the whole Netflix thing is kind of becoming like a, uh, you know, a drag, but their latest thing was like today in the email or something. It's just like all of a sudden today they got the movie The Avengers, so it's like, oh, you can see The Avengers on streaming. So that'll be a big money money getter for them now. Yeah, see, I don't like those. Yeah. I don't know. Not that I don't like them. That's, that's, a, that's a weird way of saying it. I like like I don't really get into like the Hulks or the or the any of those kind of things. That they seem so over the top and goofy, you know. They are. Eh, maybe they'll be all right. Maybe, I'll, I mean, maybe I'll watch it and just be like, oh wow, you know, there, there was. I mean, you, you know, know all their origins. You don't have to watch the, you know, just it's on now. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know about these. You know about all the characters and all that. Yeah. So I mean, just just through the fact of uh, you know. Uh, through the diminishing returns or whatever, <laughs> I figured, okay, humanoids from the deep, sci-fi, horror, gore, boobs. You know, I'm a, and you know, I'm a Corman guy. Corman. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big Corman fan. So anyway, let's go on, get onto the task here. So we we're talking about humanoids from the deep. First thing, title screen comes up, monster, and then really tiny underneath monster, it says humanoids from the deep, on the on the di- digital version. I'm sure there's lots of different title cards. And I was like, that's odd, because you couldn't even read the bottom tagline. I'll tell you why. That but is. Why? Okay, Humanoids from the Deep came out. It was a 74-minute movie. That's, oh. That was the cut they had here. Monster, Humanoids from the Deep, was the, it was the European cut with six more minutes in it, and so that's what they did. They, they're using the Euro one, uh-huh. and the, the, it's got, which has got, I guess, more gore in it, maybe a little more nudity. Lots of more nudity, I guarantee it. Yeah, even though that nudity, I mean, I've seen it, the other version of it, it's it's pretty much what I remembered. Yeah. There may be a little more, like, storytelling as far as the beginning in, the, uh, in, in, in this version, more okay. so than the old. So uh, this is set right, uh, right in the uh, 80s, or yeah, late 70s. Yeah, 79, 80, yeah. Um, boy, how long were those weird life, ja- life vest, sleeveless, oh, puffy God, jackets, yeah. how long were those in style? I still have, I still wear one today. Huh. Okay. <laughs> wow. I wear it to work sometimes. It's a fashion statement. I, 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 I saw those and I was like, hmm, I wonder how long those were like. No, those, I've seen people still wear them in the winter. Those, you, I know what you're talking the about. The vest? The vest, yeah. Cause like where, they, where uh, Marty McFly said, oh. Uh, there, there was a person. They kept on saying, well, are you, are you on the, are you, why are you wearing your life vest? Cause there, it, there was a person that used to work where we worked a few years ago that had one of those and wore it for winter. The vest with no sleeves for winter for the cold or whatever. Yeah, wow, there was, there was that's somebody. crazy. I'll tell you later who it was. That's awesome. I didn't think about it being dated or anything. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I uh, always look around. I watch the backgrounds mostly. I'm an, I'm enamored by like the cars. Oh, yeah. See like 70s cars, early 80 cars. For all you listeners, especially from other countries, in America in the 70s and 80s, the cars were basically about the size of a city block. They yeah, were gigantic beasts. And the first scene that little there's a Subaru Brat comes pulling in and it made me laugh cuz my dad had a Subaru Brat uh. when we were growing up. This little silver truck and it was this tiny little Subaru and my dad was a kind of a big guy. So he would, like, stuff himself into this thing and just drive it. <laughs> you know, one, I remember one time we were, we went and got wood. We used to get uh, chopped wood for heat. Yeah. And he loaded up so much wood in the back of the brat that the front wheels were off the ground. Oh, so he put it in four-wheel drive to push the oh, front wheels down. God. And we're driving unsafe at any speed. Had nothing on us, man. Oh, my 
But I love seeing that stuff. The Subaru Brats with the seats facing backwards and shit. Like, so I look at all that stuff and it makes me... It had seats facing backwards? Yeah, and the back of the Subaru Brat had two seats and facing, facing the, out the back yeah, window. Yeah, Well, they were in the outside of it. Oh, so it was kind of okay. funny. It was a very weird little... Those were weird little Subaru uh, vehicles, but they were fun. And I, that's what... That's kind of kicks up the... Nostalgia. The nostalgia and the enjoyment overall because... It just you just watch this stuff and you start laughing. You're like, oh, I forgot about those, or oh, I forgot about fashion, like what women wore back then, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and those vests and stuff. So right off the bat, you're in this be- drudgy, drudgery little town, or this like a fishing town. It's a little fishing town that you can tell there's not a whole hell of a lot going on there. No, there's still partying going on, but there's still like women in lingerie like running around, but <laughs> yeah, it's a sleepy little fishing town. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> right off the bat, this movie tells you what you should be expecting. It kills a kid yeah. and it kills a bunch of dogs. Yeah. And those two things are so taboo now. I was like, huh, yeah. well, this is going to be a pretty rough ride because if you kill a kid and then you kill some dogs... That just tells you, hey, you know how many boundaries are in this movie? Zero. That's how many. <laughs> and you, you're in for a bumpy ride because there are no boundaries to this. No. no, the stu- no. Some of the stuff that they do in this movie, I was like, what? Now, you know, they make they make disgusting movies these days, like those Saw things or whatever, but usually they yeah, leave the kids alone. They do. <laughs> That's like kind of almost like hollowed ground. They just, they're like, no. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so you're introduced. Yeah, yeah, no, you're 100% right. This movie sets the pace. It's, it tells you at the beginning, this is exploitation. This is no, this is no holds barred. You're gonna like, yeah. uh, you're gonna get like, um, you're gonna lose a part of your soul today. Yeah, you know, you know what it is. When you watch a movie like that, it's kind of good in a way because you, you're not, gonna, you're not sure the, the, the heroes are gonna live, and you, and you even wonder when you're watching this movie whether, whether their family's gonna live. You know? Yeah. And so it kind of sets you a little bit on edge. And the other thing I, I did actually kind of enjoy is, okay, there was some bad guys in this movie, but they were all ba- basically shades of gray. Mm-hmm. The bad guy had redeeming qualities, or you know, and he wasn't like a straight-up bad guy. He was just... Well, he redeemed himself he at was, the end. Well, but, I mean, he was out for himself. Yeah, yeah, And he, yeah. he, he wasn't like evil McEvilstein twirling his mustache, no, no, you know. No, no. These were just everyday jerks. Yeah. And they acted like everyday jerks, you know, like they would drink a lot. It seems like they just they just drank nonstop. They fished and drank nonstop. <laughs> That's all they did, you know. And and the good guys were still kind of drinking and fishing like yeah yeah that, that's all that was going on here and then some humanoids from the deep show up. Yeah, and then they they ruined the party. And much like the men from Mars, they're just looking for some women. Yeah. They didn't they they just killed people and raped women that's they killed men and raped women they were kind of like vikings or something yeah <laughs> coming kinda. To, they were little pillage. ugly disgusting slimy fish vikings with like testicle heads yeah. with their brains sticking out of their heads there was a lot going on with these creatures yeah and you a know a lot what? bad hey and and guess what did you look at i looked at some of the um the trivia for this you know they only had this is a really good editing because they only had three suits Really? They only had one suit that was a, was a full motion suit. And they had two other suits that were like, you know, like kind of like almost like standing there or, or barely moving. So the editing people made it seem like there was sure a hell of a lot of like uh, fish men running around. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh-huh. It was, was actually well done, actually. The the lead scientist, I ha- I didn't look it up. I should have. 
Ann Turkle, the woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She looked very much like the one or two of the women from um, my favorite movie, Death Race 2000. And I she looked like I, uh, Mary Warrenoff. Mary Warrenoff, yeah. And I started thinking, he always casts very big women. Strong women. Strong. But I mean, they're physically imposing. They're they're yeah. taller than a lot of the guys. They use, you know, they're just, I, it was odd to me. And I, it just hit me last night where I'm watching this and I was like, he always, his movies almost always have, that he has cream puffs too, like pretty little girls yeah, that, yeah. and stuff. But there's a lot of very lanky, tall, big featured women, like big boned. Or I mean, big he didn't direct his movie, he produced it, but he was right. involved in it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure he had a good hand in it. Was in yeah, it, you know? I'm surprised she wasn't in it because it was have been her type of movie. I, that's why I thought it was Warrenoff. Yeah, you know, she's in a lot of his stuff. She, yeah. she fits his mold almost, you know. Yeah, um, and Doug, the the main guy, Doug McClure, he was mm. in the Virginian. Mm-mm, okay, and then the uh, Vic Morrow, you know what happened to him in the Twilight Zone? He used to be on TV a lot. That's he was right. in combat, and he got killed in the Twilight Zone movie like a year or two later. That was the helicopter accident. He was a helicopter so accident. Yeah, that the, was pretty bizarre. These are uh, all the leading men. Um, boy, in the seventies and eighties, they the leading men were not like they are now. They weren't chiseled out of granite and looked no, like they gods. Were older guys. They looked just like regular guys. Regular guys, you know. They like uh, I alluded to with Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked oh, like yeah. real guys. It, yeah. it made it they feel were normal. And it made it feel. It, it kind of drew dragged you in there more because you know sometimes it's hard to f- you know empathize with the Superman or whatever. But Super if you see like and stuff, if you yeah. see like regular dude going around killing and doing stuff, you're like, yeah, go do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I could exactly. do that. I could kill. <laughs> I could kill Gill men and you know <laughs> pop their brains out with a with a b- board. Boy, this movie was a walking billboard for advocation of um, NRA and assault rifles. Uh, <laughs> they All these guys, when the humanoids did take over the town and it was just kind of a free-for-all, which I was salivating at because I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, all these guys are shooting these fish monsters with these deer rifles, which everyone knows is a chambered you bolt, you put take the bolt back and put the bullet up in and then you shoot one oh, yeah, then you no, have to no, chamber another yeah, one yeah. And I'm like man the NRA should be like if they had assault rifles those guys would have been dead in ten minutes you'd be back at the at the carnival you know what I mean like one dude with an AK would have wiped out the, all the humanoids yeah well I was thinking about because you you know about <laughs> weapons and stuff like sure that that do. rifle that Doug McClure had seemed like he was shooting like ten or twenty times I'm thinking does that really have that much rounds mm, to it no well he was doing the bolt action thing though oh he was he was doing bolt action. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. they're 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 very good, accurate weapons, but you're gonna pop one and then you have another maybe ten seconds to chamber another one. Some people are very fast, but these guys weren't. You know. Yeah. yeah I liked yeah, in the yeah. one when they pulled the one guy in, the younger guy, he's sitting there using it like a bat in the water. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. was still trying to shoot it, like which those guns can go through that, but normally they're very t- well taken care of. Yeah. Um. Now, now this movie is basically in okay. I guess Jaws started it all mm. off in a way, but Jaws isn't a really a, 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 a superhuman, you know, monster movie. It's a, it's a, it's a very sh- believable people. It's a, though. Yeah, that's has, another one that has the people that are in yeah. Jaws are like, yeah, just like every little dumb town in Jersey, or the the oceanside towns and stuff. That's like that, true you know? too. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a huge shark, but it wasn't like a mutant, I don't think. No, it, no, no. It was just a big, crazy shark. It was shark, a big shark. Yeah. But then Corman, of course, did Piranha, which was like... Cormanized. It, it. Which is Cormanized. And that's a way better movie. 
Actually, we should do that one because that's a better cast mm. and a better movie. It's still a B movie, still exploitation. It's still like, you know, has all the elements, but it's more like humorous. Oh, this is okay. just down and dirty. I mean, yes, it is. This is just a, a down and dirty horror movie. No, like, no humor, <laughs> no nothing. You this laugh because like, you're kind of aghast at it, you know. Yeah, kind of, yeah. This does have a lot of... he. Corman saw a lot of things he liked in other movies and made that part of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the know, Jaws thing is obvious when the guy the is Jaws in the Jaws thing, and then the very end, Aliens. You know, yeah, like he's yeah. got a lot going on where he's like, I like that. Write it in, you know, and that's about the end of it. You yeah, know? you know, he kind of a script writer, and hey, maybe we can like, you know, spice up the ending a little bit. So, yeah. and the ending was just like an easy comic book, which is what I liked. It's like the yeah. shock ending, you know. It's like, okay, we killed all of them. Oh no! Oh, but wait, good lord, <laughs> choke! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So at any rate, it, this is like a knockoff of a knockoff, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And this was remade a couple of years ago, and they actually toned down the violence and the This was nudity. remade? Yes, this was remade a, about four or five years was ago. Was it Tarantino? No, it was Corman. <laughs> Corman remakes his own movie. Okay. He's like, I don't have to pay rights. I'm going to remake it. He remade a, about five of his old movies, and he remade huh. this one. But they, they, I didn't watch it, but from what I read, they actually toned down the violence and the gore. And it's like, that's kind of pointless, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, kind of like pointless. Yeah, the first time. Now, when when it was the first one where he where that where he kills that guy and then gets the girl after the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a young couple and um, they're at the beach getting frisky and then they they notice their friend is watching them or laughing so they run and frolic and then they go to get it on and um, or they're playing it they're playing around in the water and this beast yanks the guy under and kills him. And leaves him with a very slashed open head. Yeah, and, and then, then the guy, of course, turns around so you can lovingly see his oh my god, his, his, his gored out face. Yeah, he's like he's got his back turned to you, and then it's like, okay, turn him, let's see it. Okay, so, yeah. So then she runs away, and she's just a young girl with a bikini on. Yeah. And this monster proceeds to knock her down, and he, you're like, oh, is he gonna kill her? Nope. He pops open her clothing, and he rapes her <laughs> yeah that that's the funny part because i mean was it really necessary for him to pop her top to like it sure was <laughs> i guess so. i'm like i didn't think fish guys fish <laughs> monsters and there was nothing <laughs> good about this you're like oh my stop please because this is just this there weird were no close-ups but <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, get the, you get the idea it's all bad <laughs> and then now that he has a taste of the women he, he immediately goes and like rapes another girl yeah, yeah. and like this one doesn't get... You don't see any of the girls getting killed. No, no, but you, you think they're getting killed. Yeah, but so then... then. Well, that, he, that was a that was a kind of a funny scene because they're like in the like tent in the beach. Oh, wait, wait, that's the tent lady. Oh, that was kind why, of funny. Why was... First of all, this guy is hitting on her with a tranquil... tranquil? No, they're in the tent and, 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 and they, say, they say something like... You want to see... What do you... you yeah, let me see it. He goes, here, I'll just show you the head. And you're like, what? And there's a ventriloquist doll. And there's a ventriloquist doll when they go in. And, but wah, here's, wah, wah. Yeah, and he's like fooling around with this tranquil- ventriloquist doll. And he's like, oh, I had my... I, there's no woodpeckers. I got to yeah, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing all this jokes. cheesy stuff. And in the meantime, she is 100% naked. And she's awesome, too. She is like, you're, the camera is leaving nothing to imagination. No. She's laying there. And this dude's still screwing around with this... Ventriloquist doll. Well, then he starts to go, okay, well, I'm going to put you down, Woody, and I'm going to go have sex. And and he's like, uh. And he does, and he goes over, 
and then the monster comes in, but they keep cutting back to the ventriloquist doll, keeps moving his eyes and stuff, like oh, it's that's alive. Right. I didn't notice that, but yeah, you're it's right. It's very like. I didn't what? notice that. That I was did, really pretty creepy. That weird, it, it was kind of like one of those things where you're like, wait, did they re- edit it wrong? And then they went back to it a second time. I was like, what the <laughs> hell am I watching here? Like, <laughs> did this thing come alive? You know, it just didn't make any sense, but you, it leaves you, that's okay in the movie world. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that's all right, yeah. So I was like, huh. And this girl takes off running because this, he, of course, the monster kills the guy, and she runs, and... She's running at you naked, and there's nothing. It's just a naked, yeah. pretty woman running at you. And yeah. You're like, huh? Yeah. He kills the dude, and then he goes after her, and then and then he yes rapes her, and he tackles like, her, and you know does his fish business thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. Uh, and then and then there's this whole subplot of. This cannery wants to come into this little podunk. Yeah, there was the American town. Indian guy that that like doesn't want them to. He's like, be yeah, there. he's like, you shouldn't do this. It's not good for the land or yeah. for our family. The ecological thing. Going yeah, on. he's talking about that, and the cannery's like, oh, they're sending people down, and then all the other fishermen are like, well, we need to support our family, so we want this thing. Yeah. So you have this kind of like eco-war with a cannery yeah. going on. And this is 79, so it was before. Nowadays, you'd see more <laughs> of it. Back then, it was just starting up. But yeah, you see this the relevance, the social relevance is coming in. And yeah. You got the eco-war thing, and then all of a sudden, like nobody's believing that these are really monsters, because they can't believe it at first. Oh, well, yeah. Who the hell's going to believe there's big yeah, fish right, monsters yeah, rocking exactly. around, you know? But, <laughs> th- but my favorite part, and this is getting further into it, was uh-huh. when they're on the boat, and the, the the one doctor, the the lady Ann Turkle, and the two guys are in there, and she's asking the Indian guy because he had saved uh, Doug McClure's son from the monster. He goes, "Do you remember what it looked like?" And he's like, "I don't know." And then she like draws this picture. Does he look like this? And I'm going like, "No, oh, that was pretty good, <laughs> lady. Like, you know, you hey. might have a second career as a cartoonist or something." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you ever move to Korea, you'll get like you know one one an hour. Doing yeah, that, exactly. You know. You'll be doing animation. You'll be doing all those Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> So, I mean, they basically say, she talks about how she was having a fight with uh, the uh, the fish company because they invented some kind of a genetic, um, uh, they invented a, a I, th- I forgot what it was, but it was some kind of a formula that made the salmon uh, grow quicker so they could catch more and they're bigger right. and make more money and whatever and what, and then because of some storm they had, some of those like genetically treated salmon escaped and some of the other fish ate them, and it they caused came. them to, like, you know, develop into, like, half-human, half-fish guys or whatever. You know, a lot of that, you know, stuff right. going on, too, to give it some pseudo-plausibility. Some validity. Yeah, Because yeah, uh, yeah. otherwise you're like, well, where'd this crap come from? You know, like, you're just like, okay, well, whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you, you get a little bit. They, they try to explain it, but then after that, like, all hell breaks loose, you know. It's like... You know, it's like it's shenanigans galore. It's, yeah, well, there's always carnivals. I don't know. I bet you Corman just like bought a car- a carnival out. Oh yeah. And just had it he like just rented one probably. That's true. Maybe he just rented it. And he's like, look, I'm gonna trash this place up pretty good, but you know, you'll get most of it back. And they're like, whatever, just give me a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, no, so well, the writer said, well, okay, how can we kill as many people as possible? What are, what are, okay, how about a carnival and a parade? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. There's <laughs> lots of people there. You know, they're almost thinking like terrorists or something. You know, yeah. it's like okay, <laughs> let's let's do that. So all right, just and that's 
I don't know. And, then, and there was that one scene, again, where she, the scene where she draws a picture of the monster. Yeah. Where they actually go to the caves and they, like, piss them off. Oh, that's right. They find, like, a nest of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're they, shooting monsters everywhere. And yeah. And then they find that lady still alive. Yeah, that was it. They found the one girl, the girl that right at the beginning. She was still alive, but she was, like, covered in seaweed. And, they're, and then they're like, She was, oh, like, resting. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, the, and, and then they're like, well, we'll take her to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, right. She's still alive and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm trying to think what else. There was, like, this little, like, square dance called this act that went nowhere other than the Indian came in you killed my dog and no we didn't and then the bad guys kind of light the Indian's place on fire and then their fish attack as, as well so he was having a bad night and then they go back and then they're like oh okay and then um what the hell else happened like the weird part was when they lit the the water on fire i didn't understand that oh like, yeah yeah well she, i mean like dumping gas and like let's burn them i mean like, i mean once the uh once the carnival attack yeah, started yeah, yeah. happening because at the very at the very end the final big you know part of the movie is like the the creatures are attacking the carnival so I guess they figured they were going to set the water on fire that way the creatures would get would be burned in the water on their but way you can just go underneath the water like they're creatures that live underwater yeah I you know <laughs> I didn't write it so <laughs> damn it why did you write that in <laughs> no, Dr. I Morbius some part yeah of I, I didn't write that so I didn't write it so you know they figured <laughs> you're like hey take it easy bro <laughs> this, this is a quick I guess this was their quickest way to get rid of as many uh, creatures as possible so exactly. they set the water on fire and like uh, they start like you know, wasting creatures, but then the townspeople like go go to town and start yeah. back, you know, uh, you know, slapping them over the head with stuff, and was so it, it was an all night event. It seemed like it did go on forever, and there yeah. was a, then there was that one guy. They were on air, and she's like, "Oh no!" And stop. with Miss uh, Yeah, Miss Vermont or whatever it was, and then the creature went after her. But she ran away, and then of course she runs away without her top off, and it's right in front of the camera. And everything's oh yeah, like, everything's like jiggling. This Man. was definitely Corman. It's, it, he he basically told the director, "You don't have enough, you know, nudity in this thing." And the director got pissed, and she said, "Well, I'm not going to do it." So he had to get a second unit guy to do it. And then the doctor, Ann Turkle, said, "Oh, well, I want my name off this movie because this was in the movie that I wanted to make." And they just said, "Screw you! You're, you know, you're, you're keeping you in the movie or whatever. Too bad." Yeah, tough luck. Because she tough she luck. never did. She never took her clothing. No, no, no. I wonder. Um, I wonder how Corman's like wife feels about his all his movies like they're always nude like maybe his wife was one of the people from a movies that was nude all the time no, or something no she was she was she, i think she was a, what, a, a secretary there or, or a producer one of the producers here's the deal with corman when corman I, I guess in like 1970 he went and um he went down to the philippines he was asked to go to the philippines by john ashley who did all those blood island movies mm. said hey look if you want to make some uh you know women in prison movies come over here because it's cheap there's no unions there's jungles or cities <laughs> lots there's of naked women here. just laying around you yeah yeah say, yeah hey, come over come here over and here. do it so he went and sent his you know his guys jack kill and pam greer and um i forgot who else was was in the movie of uh well the the filipino people vic diaz or sid haig was in it or whatever and they did i see the bird the big bird cage or the big dollhouse one of mm-hmm. those two and when he saw the cut of the movie that they brought back Corman was offended. He said, "Oh my God, I I, I don't know if I should release this. It, it feels, it feels weird because it was so so much nudity, so much it. nudity and so much violence. Because it was like the two, but they they said, well, you know, I just cold my nose, 
and put it out. And they did, and the movie made more money than anything he ever did before. <laughs> so, like, you know, two, like ten, a days, smart businessman. 10 days later, he told the guy, make me another one. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, because yeah. that's one of the things, the more you learn about him, it would probably be a living hell to do one of his movies. Only because... It's quick paced. It, it's quick, there's not a second wasted, and there's not a penny pissed away. Like... No. You know what I mean? Like, he never lost money on any movie. Well, that's what I mean. So, he, and he, you know, so you're probably stretched to the limit and shoestring budget. You're not getting paid nothing. You're not going to be no lavish treatment. This is just movie, ba- this is base level movie production, you know? Yeah. Like almost like how a, a film student or like we would make something. Yeah. Bag, borrow, and steal. And just everybody hoping, makes a couple of works, you know? Everybody makes a few thousand bucks, gets a, it's a vacation to the Philippines, and works really hard. And then probably then gets sick and you know <laughs> yeah exactly and does the, you know hangs out with the the you know the people in there and has shenanigans somewhere outside of the country and 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 you come back and you and you hit the driving circuit and you, you make get, some money and you make shots, another one you get your shots because of whatever you picked up in the Philippines and <laughs> yeah, off you go yeah yeah and then and then if you're lucky you you move past those movies and become a big star like Jack Nicholson was in was in Corman movies Scorsese started doing Corman oh, movies Robert yeah. De Niro started in Corman movies Ford Coppola Co- Coppola started in, in Corman movies so it's it's like a tra- it's like a basic you know it's like a you know a basic Proving training ground or a boot yeah. camp for movies yeah I think even Clint Eastwood was in, was in one of his in the beginning that lab where he was in a lab no that was in a creature. Okay. That was oh, well, well, no. you're right, you're right, you're right. No, 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 but Nicholson definitely, <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors and The Terror and The, pe- and the Pendulum and all that oh, stuff. Oh, well, even Easy Dennis Rider. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Easy Hopper Rider. was in, was in uh, The Terror. Yeah, Easy Rider. Dennis Hopper was in that sci-fi, Queen of Blood, that other huh. one. That, that's kind of like we didn't talk about. That's kind of like Alien 2 in a way with the uh, Oh, Alien. yeah. Well, that's the that was the same set designer. That I think it was, Queen yeah. Queen of Blood was the one that did Aliens. It was, wasn't it? Yes, okay. it was. That's why... When I saw Queen of Blood, I was like, "What the hell? Like, wh- is this the same set?" I didn't realize. And, and it was, and then I, I, not the same set. And I looked it up. I'm like, "What the hell?" And I and I was like, "Oh, same guy. He left Corman's and he made the Alien movies." Yeah. And so, well, did you, know, did, you, did you read in the trivia that Corman almost made Alien, but he got outbid by like about three or four million? Huh? By uh, oh, I forgot who put Alien out, but yeah, Corman was in w- Corman was in the loop nice. for Aliens, and then wow. after and then after Aliens got made by 20th, I think it was Fox, I don't I don't know who did it, and it became a big hit. Then he started doing Galaxy of Terror and all the all the ripoffs or whatever. Yeah. But he came that close to actually putting Alien out. And of course, the ending of this movie is a tribute to Alien, <laughs> or is it a ripoff it's been to tar- Alien? It's been Tarantinoized, you know. Yeah, you you decide for yourself, audience. <laughs> Because, yeah. And actually, a lot of those, which was weird about the Alien ripoff ones, a lot of those, the the walkways and stuff, are re, are, are um, styrofoam containers from takeout food. Yeah. And they put them on the wall, those squared, the cubed ones, and they just painted them white. Yeah. Or they just painted everything that flat white, you yeah. know. They came through with a, with a paint duster, dusted them, and then off they went. It was very um, low budget, but effective. I, like I know, oh, yeah, I, it, it worked. I look at it a lot more than other people. I always look in backgrounds. I look at a lot of stuff. I, I don't know why I do this. I do it though. I really dissect scenes like that. Like how did they make them? What's going on in the background? What's going on in the foreground? And um, boy, some of that stuff you can tell what it is, and you're just like, but most people wouldn't even think of it. Now you know? there was there was another movie that Corn put out around this time. 
And it was in a Italian movie that he uh, took and he made it. He made it, he brought American actors and he did that mm. whole thing. It was called Screamers, but it was also called it was called in in Europe Island of the Fishmen. And it was in the same. It's in the same kind of you know a family as. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm one. not sure if it came out before or after, but Screamers is another Fishmen mutant kind of movie. But there was no, there was not all this rape going on. You know, this was yeah. a new twist put on this movie. And if you think about it, actually, in the original Creature movie, he had the hots for uh, Julie Adams. He just well, didn't... Con- 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 Galaxy of Terror has that worm rape scene. That's yeah, that's just, right, yeah. Like, at some point, it became okay. They tried it, and then no one... No one shot at them, so they're like, well, the hell with it, just keep doing it. You know, I can do without it. I, I don't. I, I've, I've always said I don't mind the nudity. You know, that's nice. But I don't. I, the, the the victimization kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, hey, man, it's exploitation. It, it you makes. Know? I was gonna say, yeah. It, it 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 elicits feelings one way or the other. It gets you like. That's what exploitation movies are. I mean, if, 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 if we if we watch if we ever watch a, one of those women in prison things, oh yeah, that's like all to the max. Yeah, or that's the, what it's all the, about. The, the, a lot of the biker movies tread into there the too. The biker movies they don't go as far as this does. No, usually not. But they're pretty rough. As, like as a that, matter of fact, know. I don't think of two. I'm sure there's a few, and I'm I'm probably gonna like kick myself for saying this, but were there ever that many like R-rated biker movies? I can't think of that many. I think they were mostly from the 60s. That's what happened. And as far as violence goes, they didn't show as much nudity as I remember. There was a few. There was some nudity. I can't think of them right now, but there was a few. They mostly were the violence. There was mostly violence, and the sex was implied. It was there. It was like, hey, man. The orgy camp. Like, after their big ride where they roughed up the local shopkeep, they'd drink beer and act like idiots and, and yeah, have push sex, a girl around and the next day have sex be on like, a mattress in the middle of a woods or something like yeah okay. and then you know the, the the implication was was pretty strong but the actual showing of it was right. never um, no, you no, know explicit there. there was some i'm sure i think where was on wheels was a biker movie i think that had some nudity and stuff but not much that not much yeah. not much and it would have been too it would have been too much actually if they would have done yeah. that there are some and i and I, when i do find them I'll post them oh, on. There's the, a lot uh, out there. There's a lot out there. There's a lot that put that went beyond the pale, as they I say. I was glad that the biker movement went away. I, for some effed up reason, I like them because it's what mm. I remember. You know, everybody has this like, oh man, hippies. Oh, yeah, they're so cool. And all. I remember uh, most of the hippies that I remember seeing back in the 70s and 60s were bikers. Right. Well, that's what I mean. It may have been a rough town, you know. I don't know. But, but the peace <laughs> and love stuff, I don't remember seeing as much as... I the, don't think you're going to see much peace and love in Miami ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There was a little bit, but yeah. It, all was, right. it was pretty rough. Well, we've meandered around all over this this great Corman world of ours. We what, did uh, it. Yeah, we did it. What, um... What are you, what are you going to Well, let's tell let's get the big reveal. Hey, spoiler alert, if you don't know what's going to happen next, what's the end scene? Oh, you mean the uh well, the one girl that was rescued that lived, that, that yeah. lived the one that first got raped, that she was had they her found seaweed her, wrap. They had the seaweed wrap so on. So she was feeling good, you know. Yeah. She, her skin was tighter now cuz of the seaweed wrap. Well, after after all the shenanigans and and it's the next day and the the carnival's all torn up and supposedly they killed all the fishmen. They cut to like a. It almost looked like this scene was like added at the end. Oh, it was. <laughs> you know, for like, okay, we need a, we need we need something to you know jolt the audience. So, you know, the the girl is giving birth. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like maybe two days later. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, Junior pops out. 
and this isn't a C-section. No. Alien style. Yeah. Boom, through the stomach. And you're like, oh, really? Okay. But you know what's weird? And I got to find my original version of this movie. At, at, the, at, the, at the very last part, uh-huh. I could have sworn in the original version that I saw, after she, the, the baby pops out, they cut to the side and you see one of the fishmen looking through the window. Wow. Which was even weirder. That is weirder. Oh, there's my son. Okay, what do you give it? Uh, 5.5. Yeah, but I'm Watch right th- it. I'm right there with you. I'm at a five. Okay, and that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Mao, and as always... Dr. Morbius. And, oh, we forgot the listener mail. Thanks to Nim for writing in. We'll watch that movie. Yeah, she get, she suggested which Extro. movie? Extro. Extro. We'll do so it. So we'll have to try it. Maybe not this week. Maybe not next week, but it's on the list. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next week.